0: Welcome back to Channel 4's Unreported World Podcast. This week, Oliver Steeds goes to China, where mentally ill people are being abducted from their homes, and he meets one father frantically searching for his missing son.
1: Our journey began in Xi'an, the capital of Shanxi province in central China, part of the country's industrial heartland. With a population of nearly 1.5 billion, China is the workshop of the world. It's based on cheap labour and and few people accounting for the basic human rights of the workforce. We travelled out of the city to investigate astonishing reports of abduction and cruelty. In San Yuan town, we met a 62 year old farmer, He Jimin. He was preparing corn to sell at his market stall. He has two sons. The elder works in Beijing. The younger, called He Wen, used to live at home until he went missing.
0: Uh-huh. This is my son, oh, He Wen. Your aunt, this is your son. Oh, oh.
1: My son is a kind-hearted
0: child. He's as tall and strong as I am. He is physically able, but he has the mental age of a child.
1: Heowen had learning difficulties and suffered a psychological breakdown in his teens. Whilst he was able to do basic tasks, he wasn't capable of making decisions for himself. Last June, Mr Her said a woman approached his son at the local market. She offered a job and money. He was being groomed for abduction. And one day, he
0: disappeared. I thought he would come back the next day, but he didn't. Our whole family searched the town for him.
1: He's printed up this... This poster, which gives the details of his son, who's called Herwin, he's aged 35, 1 meter 75, and what happened when he was taken. Mr. Her believes the woman was part of a trafficking gang and that his son had been abducted and forced into a life of slavery. This is uh, his son's room. He wants to show us where his son used to sleep. Mr Her said he was heartbroken and full of sorrow, but he has to remain positive because one way or the other, he's got to keep looking for his son, whether he finds his son alive or he says he finds the corpse of his son. Either way, he must find his son. For nine months, Mr Her has been all consumed with searching for his son. He'd reported the disappearance to the police, who he claims have done very little. He said his wife, who didn't want to be filmed, had given up hope. Now Mr He is left to search on his own. A few months ago, his son was spotted in a nearby town. I missed him by just one hour.
0: I looked everywhere but couldn't find him.
1: Eyewitnesses have told him He Wen was being forced to work in local brick factories. In China, 20 new cities will be built every year for the next 20 years. The brick factories are crying out for cheap workers. The industry has a reputation for using forced labour, supplied by trafficking gangs. With hundreds of brick kilns across the county, Mr. Her has an almost impossible task. He spends every day searching, handing out posters. He was working at a kill in San
0: He is mentally impaired.
1: Anyone that he sees carrying bricks, he's stopping and giving them a poster, saying, look, have you seen my son anywhere? I will put it up to you in the factory. Thank you so much. Mr. He follows up every scrap of information given to him. Mr, I think he may have a lead. We're on our way now to the brick factory where he thinks his son may be being held. We arrived at the brick factory where yeah. labourers claim to have worked with her one. He's saying we should be on our guard, in some of these previous locations he's been to, he's had some trouble with the guards. In the past, he'd been threatened and at times even violently attacked by thugs, hired to keep outsiders away and the workers inside. There seem to be many people here. Not promising. Brick kilns spring up to supply neighbouring construction sites. When the orders are completed, they're often abandoned. It seemed this time Mr He was too late. He's mentally impaired. It's easy to control him. They made him work in this kiln. The people that have his son, he says, are not giving him any money. They have him completely under their control. It seems he's basically enslaved. Mr He said the eyewitnesses told him his son was being abused.
0: The bricks were still hot when they made my son move them. They told me
1: he was beaten all over his body with bricks. The usual process is to let the bricks cool down before you take them out, but last year... The demand for bricks was so high that labourers were being forced to actually take the bricks out when they were still hot, 60 or 70 degrees, he thinks, and that's the kind of work that he thinks his son is being forced to do. It looks like this brick kiln is deserted now. The bricks like these probably made for that construction site. They don't need any more, but most importantly there's no sign of Mr Hur's son. Before we left, Mr Hur put up another poster, desperately hoping someone may recognise his son. There's a 200 million strong army of impoverished rural workers moving from city to city in search of a livelihood. Only the most desperate will end up working in the brick factories, one of the hottest, the most difficult jobs going. Like Herwin, some work at the mercy of their masters. They have no minimum wage, no unions and no rights. Just over a month ago, Mr Her received a call in response to one of his posters a mentally impaired man fitting his son's description, had been spotted wandering the streets 50 miles away in Gowling County. I discovered he wasn't Herwen, but he said he used to work with my son. When he realised he wasn't his son, he took him to a government-run homeless shelter where he was identified and then reunited with his parents. Mr Her wanted to introduce me to the man he found, Liu Xiaoping, along with his family. This was the first time they'd seen each other since he'd rescued him. Xiaoping was 30 years old, but he has the mental age of a child. When I first saw you, I thought you were my son. You were working in the
0: kiln with my son? Your son has a beard, like you. Yes, he does. Your son was working alongside me. He moved the bricks to the side door and I moved them into the middle.
1: Xiaoping's father, Mr Liu, said his son was tricked like her. Wen. He was offered a job, but instead was enslaved in brick factories for 10 months. Mr Liu said his son was chained up at night. If he wasn't working hard enough in the day, a hot metal rod was burnt across his face. Xiaoping's injuries got so bad he could no longer do any physical labour and he was thrown out onto the streets and that is when Mr He found him and his father believes that if he hadn't found him there and then he could have been dead within two days. Xiaoping was tortured so badly that all his toes and his left foot had to be amputated. He spent 41 days in a special burns unit until money ran out. The family are now bankrupt. They receive no state help, and Xiaoping has to be treated at home. Mr Liu wanted to show me some photos taken of his son just after he was found. These are some of the worst injuries on the back of his legs. Uh, Mr Liu is saying that the people who did this Purposely put hot bricks on the back of Xiaoping 's legs as punishment and you can see the damage they inflicted absolutely horrific Mr Leo had reported the abduction to the police but he says they have done very little to investigate I can't imagine what Mr her must be going through because he's hearing what Liu Xiaoping's father is saying what happened to him and he's seen these photos before he's connected the dots in his own mind and God it's it doesn't bad thinking about. It. We wanted to find out the extent of these abductions, but most of our sources were too afraid to talk openly. Anyone investigating human rights issues is under intense scrutiny, especially at the moment. Trying to report on China as a foreign journalist is difficult. With revolution and rebellion demonstrations breaking out across the Middle East, authorities here in China are getting increasingly concerned that something like it might kick off here. The government, the police, the state police are all involved in trying to suppress the spread of information. prevent journalists from reporting on on these stories. We eventually found one man who would speak out. 28-year-old Yang Bin works for the only organisation helping families track down mentally impaired relatives who've been abducted. Um, Can you tell me about your work? What work are you doing? Yang Bin explained there were 10 million people in China with learning disabilities or mental illness. He's saying the people most at risk of abduction are those that have uh, physical capability to be able to do some sort of manual labor. (inaudible) Yang Bin said there are one and a half million at risk. By his estimation, there could be at least 10,000 currently enslaved. Yang Bin's got some footage here of a case he's investigating about somebody with a mental impairment who was abducted and forced to work in these brick factories. He confirmed the traffickers usually work as a team. Typically, a woman would lure the victim into a car with the offer of a job. Yang Yangbin told us it was difficult to prosecute the traffickers and brick factory owners. Most often, the testimonies of the people with mental impairments are not being accepted in Chinese courts. He said the legal system is failing to protect these people. In the cases he was looking into, there was substantial evidence, but no-one had been prosecuted. He says, in this kind of landscape, it's easy for traffickers to prey on the weak and vulnerable. The following day, we rejoined Mr Her. We wanted to see how his search was progressing. <laughs> this is incredible. He's got himself a... Google aerial map, which marks where all the brick kilns were. They're quite easily identifiable. So he's going through each one of these locations and going in, seeing if his son's inside. Mr He said in the last nine months, he'd visited 40 kilns so far. 30
0: or 40 people claim to have seen my son.
1: I kept records of them all. During his investigations, he had come across many other cases of mentally impaired people who have been abducted into slavery. he's just explaining that um, this man is another case of a mentally impaired person being abducted. He's 24 years old. He's abducted in December the 8th last year. The man was called Li Zhang, and Mr. He put me in touch with his father. Mr. Li, Li Xiancheng. Mr Lee, can you tell me what happened to your son? He said his son disappeared from the street outside his house. He believes he was abducted and is now being forced to work in a brick factory. Since December, he said he's printed off over 10,000 of these little cards with details about his son on the back, including a reward for 10,000 kwai. That's about a thousand pounds. He's distributed them all the way around the county, but so far he's heard absolutely nothing. Mr. Lee often visits Mr. He. They said they've received very little help from the police. They're forced to look for their sons themselves in local brick factories, but it's a difficult task.
0: We have to look for our sons secretly. We can't talk about it openly. If we show the workers our sons' photos the gangs will transfer them to other factories.
1: This is my experience. Mr. He and Mr. Lee are the only support each one has in this horrible time. And it's at least, I think, they provide each other with an opportunity to be able to express their feelings and share what's happening. If they are alive,
0: we want to see them in person. If they are dead, we want to see their corpses. Both of us have the same thought, we shouldn't give up. Thank you. Thank you for looking for my son. I can't find my son. My whole family has been destroyed. I can't find my son either. Don't be too sad. Be patient, we'll find them.
1: The next day we met up with Yang Bin and travelled 500 miles southwest to the foothills of the Himalayas, close to Tibet. We've come down to Sichuan province where we've heard of a case where over 100 people with mental impairments have been abducted. uh, Yang Bin explained a trafficking gang had been arrested in December. They're accused of abducting people from a government run welfare center for the mentally impaired and sending them all over China where they were forced into slavery. These numbers are staggering. He's saying that 137 people have been abducted. 40 of them were found in a brick factory up in Xinjiang province, China's northwest. And that over 60 were found in the welfare center just before they were about to be trafficked. A state official had also been arrested in connection with the abductions. We were told the authorities were trying to prevent any further reporting on this incident, so we could not film openly. We just arrived in town and we've spoken to our contact. He has agreed to meet us, but because it's such a sensitive topic, we're just going to try and talk to him off camera and persuade him to come on camera and actually talk to us about what's happened. The man did not want to be identified. He was an activist who had uncovered the story which exposed the state's failure to protect the mentally impaired from abduction. He was taking a great risk speaking to us. We were warned he was being monitored.
0: Tell the film crew that our province is very corrupt.
1: Within a minute of him getting into our car, we noticed three unmarked police cars following us. Let me get out here.
0: I need to get out.
1: As soon as he was out of the van, state security officers led him away for questioning. have just driven around the block and they're still following us three black cars, so it's clear that they're secret police. Yeah. a couple of miles outside town and it's pretty clear that they want us to know that they're following us and encouraging us to leave town. We were followed for an hour and a half back to our hotel where 12 officers detained us. We were interrogated but refused to provide the police with any information. Our contact was subsequently released without harm. We were finally driven to the train station and ordered to leave the province. Some of the victims of the Sichuan abductions died in the brick factories. The survivors have been returned to their parents or put in care. Yang Bin agreed to assist Mr. He with his investigations.
0: Let's go inside and talk about your case. Thank you for the trouble. Did you report it to the police? They don't care about it. They just ignore it. But This is a human life.
1: Mr He said no witness statements had been taken. He wasn't even allowed to register her Wen as a missing person. Yang Bin, why are the police not doing anything to investigate this case? He feared local police officers could be colluding with some of the brick factory owners. China's Prime Minister recently said that corruption is the biggest problem facing the country. As Mr. He cannot rely on state support, he continues to search by himself. Latest eyewitness accounts said his son had been working at the nearby Wangfang brick kiln.
0: Four workers at the kiln told me my son was there. They told me he was beaten,
1: his mouth full of blood. This was the same kiln that Xiaoping, the man Mr. He had rescued, said he had been held captive in, along with Mr. He's son. Mr He had managed to track down a foreman who used to work there. He agreed to speak under the condition of anonymity. We're an NGO from Beijing. We are helping Mr He find his son. He claimed that a man had brought two mentally impaired workers to the kiln.
0: One pulled the trolley and the other moved the bricks. He took their wages. The
1: man said Mr. He should visit the kiln himself. Nervous, he left not wanting to answer any more questions. We traveled to the Wangfang kiln to see if we could find He Wen. Yang Bin said we should film secretly, as hired thugs might try and stop us filming. On arrival, we searched the kiln. It was busy with about 30 workers. Unfortunately, there was no sign of her win, so we confronted the site manager. We've heard reports that there are people with mental impairments being forced to work in your factories.
0: Absolutely impossible. How can they do the work in the same way as normal people?
1: We've heard also that people here have been abused by your workforce. People have been burnt with bricks and people have been beaten. How do you respond to these allegations? People can
0: say what they want, but facts speak for themselves.
1: With the manager's anger increasing, we were asked to leave. If Herbwin was here, sadly he's not here now. This was another dead end for Mr Herb. We attempted to contact local police to ask about this case and the others we'd heard, but received no response. In name, this is the People's Republic, where the state is supposed to protect all. But in reality, as China powers ahead, the most vulnerable are being left behind, and all too often, exploited. But despite everything working against him, Mr. He would not give up hope. You
0: I'll walk one step after another. I'll even beg along the way but I must find my son. Although though I don't
1: have much money left, I will find my son. Until the authorities start to take cases like Mr Hurd seriously, it's one man's search for his son in a shifting, moving population of hundreds and hundreds of millions. And he's not the only one. There are thousands of families just like him, still searching for their lost children. If you want to find out more about the abduction of the mentally impaired in China or any other issue covered on Unreported World, please visit our website at channel4.com unreportedworld.
0: Our thanks to Oliver Steeds. On our next Unreported World in May, Ramita Navai is in Burundi meeting the children imprisoned in adult jails. Until then, you can catch up on the latest from the series at channel4.com slash unreportedworld.